short stories and beyond thank you so much for joining me today this is my course my season six of um, season podcasting and we're going to talk about episode 63 it's going to be entitled queen hagar enters the realm of Horion. so we have a lot to kind of cover right quick and then we're going to get into this particular episode i did mention earlier this year of 2022 that i'm going to be start doing my monthly uh, podcast releases instead of the bi-monthly so if you're just joining me the last release was last month because due to my projects that i'm working on i just want to be able to make sure that i have um, enough time to get that out and i always like to to do you know what i say (laughs) and if you go back to my very first podcast when i podcasted um, six uh, six seasons ago and i was doing it weekly I just like to be consistent. So from then to now, I have been consistent um, on that uh, from weekly to bi-weekly to now monthly. <laughs> so at any rate, I do encourage you to go back and check my other episodes. And if you love it, please share it. So let's go ahead and kind of touch on some other things. I do have another podcast show that I like to cover that's Surviving Your Journey to a Success about motivation and it's for your personal and your work life. Do check that out and follow and share that. And I'm going to have another announcement or at least have that rolled out where I'm going to be packaging up my audio previous podcast episodes into one so if you like one of my short stories um, do look out for that where you can purchase that and you can have a streamline that is from part one part two part three or episode one all the way to episode 26 or what have you um, you can be able to purchase that all right I do have an expanded brand I have Mole Beauty it focuses on men and women um, skincare and it's for the healing of the skin beautifying amplifying it as well for it has aromatherapy as well so do check out molaybeauty.com and of course molay.com you can definitely get some t-shirts i do have my nft collection it is the pyramid mystery temple reunion and we're coming out with a molay token where you can actually purchase that have that on the blockchain and then you can purchase my merchandise of Molay. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this where we are going to cover this particular episode and to talk about what happened last episode that was an Atlantis episode part eight entitled We Are Amongst the Truth Seekers of Akun, where the trial vote was underway. Those that were responsible for Matun's previous disappearance. Now he's returned back home to the capital of Atlantis. He's resting. Now, at that particular time, his younger twin siblings, as Arente and Maketa, is with others of higher echelon of leaders and diplomats around the the globe around Tamat as well as other galaxies coming to make this vote of those that was, were responsible their fate there but it's going to be to the sense that the judgment was made against Matun wife um, it was evidence that she was a part of that as well to basically overthrow and to have her as a new leader on that region that he um, ruled which is the north north of Atlantis Okay, so definitely take that as a very uh, dramatic type episode. I hope you enjoy that. And if you love it, share it. And so today we're going to talk about episode 63, which is entitled, you know, Queen Hagar enters 
the realm of Hawaiian and this is gonna have a lot of layers to it I'm just gonna do the episode I do the director clip note of that like I usually do to kind of break that down in more detail if you're just joining me my director clip notes gives you an opportunity where I'm really breaking down each of the part of the the scene of the podcast episode of the short story and I give you some insights I give you like some things that probably didn't know and I share I always end up sharing something new and interesting because I'm able to kind of take a breath from my writing and really you know like drinking tea and with someone and just having lunch and we're talking about the story and I'm able to kind of really enjoy what I created do you know create the the story in a sense that I'm just it's just, just flowing through you know like water and then I get busy and stuff like that so this gives me an opportunity to kind of sit back and be so grateful for what I'm blessed with to write these stories and I'm able to really indulge myself and enjoy like you know a nice cup of tea with you know good friends and so anyhow so I do do look for something additional like a bonus breakdown because Queen Hagar she's like she's a mother of Princess Hannah and Princess Aminia right I also want to say that Queen Hagar <laughs> there's a little joke going on in the first episode when I did this started this podcast I revealed in, in episode two she was pregnant She's still pregnant, y'all. Because the title of the whole series, in a sense, is Before the Time of Princess Aminia. So she can't be pregnant yet. Which I haven't decided or it hasn't really came through that that's actually Princess Aminia she's pregnant with. But nonetheless, she's still pregnant. But no, but this right here is something about Orion. You're going to get some clues on that. And it revealed itself like two seasons ago. Particularly on season one. Season one, like I said, you got to read the director clip on that, how I explained how I just came about with it. And she spoke in Orion language, which was new to me because when I wrote over my book, Mitzrayim, a memory of a past life in ancient Egypt, I didn't really realize that. So it came through, through the podcast, where it's going to be layers to this. So, like I said, it's going to be some clues. It's going to be something that you haven't heard before. Uh, her mother is there, Queen Mother Mammy, her Mammy, and her father is there, Queen, King Milan. All the Uni brothers are there on this mega starship. They're going to Orion because they need to speak on the behalf of their point of view. Since General Henny is not in Orion or on the council anymore, um, we need to at least talk about that in the sense of who we think would be best or what would be the best option. So we're trying to show our influence in a way that they would consider because the balance of power is always important when you're dealing with this type of high elite status that can impact many people. All right, that's what we're going to do. And again, I'm definitely going to do you know, like I said, a backup bonus talking about this episode and the different parts with it because it really opened up a lot when it came through and seeing these images. So yeah, Green God definitely has a connection to Orion. That's basically what I'm getting at. So with all that done and said, let's go ahead and get into this as we wrap up 2022 year with a Malay short story. Let's do this. Let's begin. 
for my season six, 2022 to 2023, for this week of my podcast show, Michelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. For this week episode, 63, entitled Queen Hagar Enters the Realm of Orion. Opening scene. Princess Hannah is resting in the arms of Queen Hagar. Hagar wore a long white linen dress with a sapphire belt strap layering near her belly that was still the term of a new yet birth in room. Walking into the royal quarters of Princess Hannah was Queen Hagar's mother. Queen Mother Mimi, dressed in a brown and yellow tenny dress, draped to the floor with matching allure of her crown, moved in motion to her Nubian spa tight hair curls, followed them while holding with layers of blankets or ribbons laced with gemstones. They arrived from earlier outing near the east side of their vast palace. Princess Hannah was playing with the nearby children, Mitrise. In Princess Hannah's room was an eight-level overlooking column opening to the ground gardens and a waterfall in stream of the Nile with the distance and new pyramids afar, not known to many as it was on the secret entrance further up into the royal palace of the royal family. Princess Hannah had a playtime with, again, with the locals' mistress, and she fell asleep during the rest periods. Her hair was braided in loops of Nubian curls as her linen and emerald blue colored dress nestled around down to her feet, wearing her gold sandals. Queen Mother Mami reached for Princess Hannah from Queen Hagar's arm and laid her down in her war chase that she favored. And Queen Mother Mami layered the blankets of fine linen near her as of the Sioux and the horizon started to rest in their far from the floor-length windows of the royal Abbas Palace. Just then, a royal female attendant entered and stated that many others at the royal court of Union had adjourned for an immediate meeting with the Akuni that had just arrived. Queen Mother Mimi nodded and informed Queen Hagab it must be of that of what is going on with the Orion leadership due to that general, Hani, and that they need to be present in this abrupt discussions. Meanwhile, in the royal Nani room, there was King Milan, Taha, his first court officer, and Grandfather Elder Tahib Tukkan, the first rank advisor, and then the ex-general. Tukkan, the first rank advisor, now the first rank advisor, and the ex-general of Mitzrayam. Now with his son, the general of Mitzrayam, Tata, was present as well, along with the Akuni brothers. Young Danielle was in the other war chambers that traveled with his father, Nagal. The young Danielle, that will be a future king of Kodesh, was assigned attendants and guards as he played with moles and other war children that were cousins to Princess Hannah from Ithayar. King Milan said, we have to be present in this urgent galactical position of reason to speak on the matters of whom they will lead to take General Henny's position as he is still missing and we all know the ones that force him out will strike again. And they said, sure, I agree. The matters at hand stretch far in the region of the Orion skies with other diplomats attending this event. I am set to depart as one of the intermediaries as we see that General Henny had once then a major voting power of three score. 
Majora said, agreed as well. If we all go there, there's a need to speak to their main leader, Taekyo, Myung. But many have said he is hard to get the attention of or into those discussions. Grandfather Tahib said, it needs to be a mediator, one that will show favor to either side as it appears, but rather present a way to best present the best way that would be possible for Tamat and a voice of reason that whoever take this place, General Hani had now opened up, either willingly or unwillingly, would be an important factor to the relations in this galactical reason and of the season before us. As to force it as seeming it's you came on, there has to be someone that will present our, our influence that will lead to an outing that everyone is in peace. We have to connect with them. We might have our differences or what have you, but this particular role is going to matter for future generations. Shu, she is a ruler of Nakab, also present in the royal room, southwest of the Sedan, what will soon be called the Congo, speaks. Hmm, I think someone, either you, King Milan, or the tribal lead brothers that are loyal to you, be the one to speak to this Wuyan. Wuyan, often known called as Tikyo. As reasoning to know their decisions is vital at this moment. It is not that bird has surfaced that Natu would be anything free. We know they would send him back here to finish what he did before. So we need to talk to the Orion ruler, their own king of their domain. We need to find out what can we do to influence him to make sure that only Yukuno Council that it is a just, righteous person. If there's any that we can say of the Orions, but nonetheless, it has to be someone that can be able to speak of what we've been going through. The disloyalty among the tribal brothers has spanned so far. After the war, we deserve a helping hand in who that's gonna be going forward in any negotiations. Everyone nodded. The four sisters of Eastern, which was in future generations, would be Algeria, was there as well. And they are not in agreement, speaking to the truth of what must be present as a force of Tamat in this upcoming galactical meeting. Suddenly, there was an interest that we can hear the noise come in, and everyone looked over, and there it was. It was Queen Hagar entering into the chambers, hearing them speak of this meeting in their skies of Mayan. Before they could speak, she does with confidence and calmness. I will go. Moyan will speak with me of this matter. Minyaga said, everyone nodded and agreed, as King Milan being of Hagalifa. Moyan, the most known I take you, will speak to me. Later, in what will be equivalent to seven days of the Aspu, the galactical Akuma Mina starship docks in the deep skies of the Order of Orion for the major galactical discussions to who will take any position on the Yukuno of power. 
It was also spoken of that Natu was released on certain conditions as the all voted needed to confine was not as Hani as he was not there to take his vote. Thus, another leader was needed at that time. With so many diplomats present walking into the realm of skies with this meeting and discussion to whom it would be, the representatives of Tamat of Mitzrayam started to lift their shield to proceed inward into this area there will be a discussion. Mostly those looked in awe of the Nubians, Nubians walking in and coverings entering the east ring of this hyper sky level building. They sat down in their assigned seats and moments later the hardly seen main ruler of them that rules Orion skies, their own ruler and the planets therein entered. Some knew him as Tekir, but they called him Ruyan. That he has a strong masculine energy and larger than self type atmosphere of the personality long through as the quoting waters that surrounded them in the secret location on their far north of a top half planet in the galaxy of Orion. His eyes bolded as his elder hair and a bald and lace around his mixed race of reptilian, Aeon, and a future hybrid of a being emerged to sit on his commanding throne. Hardly anyone saw him, often as he stayed hidden, and the Yukuno Council took care of matters on his behalf or others in the power region unless things as this balance needed to be called for in order. The adjoining meaning of the disappearance of one of the Akuno members, General Hani, were the top issue at hand. It was about to start when someone of his official advisor whispered in his ear of a special guest from Tamat. He slowly smiled, but held back his full expression from the view of over 8,298 attendants watching his every move. The lights from the 20 moons above was instructed to showcase the long pathway to where he sat as the invited guests on either side of that pathway. They slowly turned to see who would be entering. Meanwhile, on the Akuna Mitzrayam starship, Queen Hagar mother, Queen Mother Mami, with Grandfather Tahib, King Milan, and Lel Nerjah, and his young son, Danielle, future king of Kodesh. King Kohan of Sababwe was there as well, and 50 other guards and diplomats from the royal court. They in itself stayed on the star shelf, as only a few, along with Queen Hagar. Grandfather Tahib spoke, This would be the closest Royan has to see you again, my love. He turned to look at his wife. Queen Mother Mami responded and said, Sure. He will rule nonetheless in righteousness and not of any other uncomprising way. Grandfather Tahib spoke. His love of you is still there. See, he will do what he needs to do and listen to wisdom. Back on the planet that housed in this large gathering of galactical leaders, it was over 20 feet tall with silver and chalk columns open to the open area they could see afar and a flush of moonlight, kingo rays and energy of the waxing moon flowered in that everyone immediately stood up as the doors opened. Queen Hagar enters with a roar of garments of silver shivering and gold lined with emeralds of a gold dress 
with coal laid with gemstones on her breastplate for Mitzrayam. She wore her Mitzray queen crown that rose exposing her Nubian coral rays of the Nile back on Tamat. Walked in with 24 other guards of Mitz from Pleiadians. Huma's eyes were on her of this moment. She nodded to Huan and those around knew they were speaking telepathically. Hagar looked around and her Mitzray crown glistened in sparkle of the thousand of gemstones married with each other, all in illusion. She spoke. My name in Orion is Alakuna Nogin Kinyo, Queen Hagar of Mitzrayam, from the planet Tamat, and daughter of Queen Mother Mami and Elder Akune Tahi. I am married to King Malan, of Akune. Thus, with great heart and position of authority, I seek a moment to declare the position of rule that the next role into the Akune Council be of peace that we all seek. The peace that we all deserve after that New England war, years of drought and despair, that the person selected today or the after of this afar would be of righteousness. For I and my king Malan have experienced the deeds of those that more than so are sitting here amongst that left as such a treacherous scar of unjust that with the royalty of me I remain and sustain my anger amongst them. She looked around and there was silence and spoke. And them, she looked around to her right. And them for Silas and God, the room, over 8,000 attendants there. She spoke again. We and I might be of your species in the dinat abad of our being, but we have a heart, and thus the balance of power and decisions must be upheld to the highest, as we are still looking for those that started the upheaval amongst our people the disloyalty among the tribal leaders of the Sedan. No justice yet. She leaned her head to the side and looked around again and turned around and looked at all of those eyes looking at back at her and then she spoke. But we have patience that anything is possible. The power of one can be mighty. She started to speak in their language. Many stood up in awe of her mastery of their language of Orion. Ignatia no ata, etalata wa, esta no 
Anatane Elnoi Anuntala Ega Alatalas Alsuza. Translation It is not humble to be grateful for those that fed you to be respected in preserving the peace that they seek. Many more stood and clapped as she proceeded now towards the remaining steps pathway towards Wayun that was sitting on his throne and he was standing before the moment passed as Queen Hagar made her way towards him. Queen Hagar spoke, I asked the great Wayun, others know him, it take you. So nice to see you again, she said, that only he could hear. On this unwelcome event, due to General Henny's disappearance and a forthcoming road, I asked you of the rule of Mitzrayam, as she raised her voice so others can hear. On Tamad, that we speak in private of our thoughts before your forthcoming event therein of the votes of who it would be. Ruler William spoke, you may. He motioned his guards and Queen Hagar walked in front as Wun followed. About the half of the guards with Queen Hagar stood in attention around the throne of Wayun and everyone in the audience watched in awe. Moments later, with just the two of them walking to his chambers and their attendants and guards closely behind, they speak telepathically. Wayun said, I am so mourned of what you have been through. Queen Hagar responded, I am aware it was not of your rule of decisions, but the dissension of the Yukumu council members. We learned of Echo and Natu, as well as this Lanko later after the war. When you responded and nodded, I am interested in what you know and to say of this forthcoming vote, to whom it shall be. Queen Hagar responded, Will it matter when all of this is done between our talks? She stopped. And he stopped as well and they looked at one another as his elder years continued to flow of his years of ruling and remember as a little as and remember when she was a little girl learning the culture and language that seemed to engulf her as one of that experience to now speak it so well as a native when Yun responded and said it may the forces that wants to cause harm to you and your people are weary of no major wins and tiring out. General Henny had more support underground of the Optitis people. Crane Hagas said, oh yes, I remember them. And the migration to land always was their pursuit. I can see if they felt that General Henny could compromise and help them. Wayun responded, and he started to continue to back walking as Queen Hagar followed and they walked side by side, heading to the Royal Orion King Chambers, which is a few more feet away. Wanyun responded. Wanyun said, I must ask, how is your mother, Queen Mother Mami? Queen Hagar smiled. She is a whole of Espy. 
Ryan replied, Ah, still beautiful, I am aware. Queen Haggard turned to look at him for a moment and smiled. When Yoon was about to open the doorway to his war chamber's meeting that adjourned with his high guards, did so for them and motioned them in. Yoon said, and I see you are with child. It is a blessed soul. Queen Haggard nodded and rubbed her belly and said, Ashore. Indeed. They entered his royal king meeting chambers and ten other guards and advisors also as well and stood afar. Queen Haggard turned to the floor-length window that showed both the underwaters and the skies above in Orion as the oval-shaped room hummed a particular melody that she remembered as a child. Wayun stood next to her and then she said, I know this time is not of easiness for those that have to decide on this major decision, but although and ruling over a kingdom or planet, choices matter because it impacts so many. And that's why I am here, my husband is here, my family, and those of the Akuma. Wayum nodded as he looked down for a moment and looked straight out as well. Then Queen Hagar said, still looking forward into the abyss before them, spoke in his Orion language. Translation We seek you to select a strong balance leader on the Yukuno Council. And I seek peace as the common waters beg us to do so before us. Ensign, 